Crisscross Corner Podcast. Hey everyone, it's Chris Canty from the Crisscross Corner. Listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on the Anchor app. Support the podcast with a monthly subscription on Anchor. Go to anchor.fm slash crisscrosscorner slash support. And choose your tier from $1 to $10 a month. Your subscription gives you the power to suggest topics for the podcast, even my top 10 list of the week. Thank you for your support. Crisscross Corner brings you Detroit news, world news, and engaging topics with a top 10 list of the week. This week's top 10 list of the week is the top 10 places I have traveled to. And we will get to those at the end of the show. But for right now, I have the game called Table Topics. And Table Topics has a a pack called Destination Anywhere, which gives you uh, prompts relating to traveling. So Table Topics, Destination Anywhere, you can find it on Amazon. It's probably, uh, it's probably like $25. I think it was the last time I got it. Uh, I'm going to answer a few of these from the pack for this episode. And we will be back with more episodes with Mark and the gang coming up later. But for right now, we're going to do these prompts from Table Topics, Destination Anywhere. Uh, number one was um, what place should everyone see in their lifetime? Uh, this is a, this could vary. Um, I'm gonna give you about, I think I'm gonna give you three examples. Um, three places everyone should see in their lifetime should be, number one, they should see the Eiffel Tower in Paris. That's one. Number two, the Grand Canyon. Number three should be the Taj Mahal in India. I believe those are the three places that everyone should visit in their lifetime. And it doesn't matter if you have a passport or not, you can go some places in the United States that uh, everyone should see like Mount Rushmore, again, Grand Canyon, uh, Yosemite, uh, Yosemite National Park, um, Yellowstone National Park, Stone Mountain, Georgia, the oceans, both Pacific and Atlantic, Mount Rainier by Seattle, New York City, Chicago, the big cities, you know, just basic United States stuff. But everybody should see it. You should get out your city and explore. Open your mind. Open your world. Number two, uh, what's the worst sunburn you've ever had? A lot of my family knows about this, but I worked at Cedar Point and you are out in the sun pretty much 12 to 16 hours a day. Uh, by the end of June, I looked like one of my sweatshirts on the crisscross corner store 
on shopcrisscross.com. I was blacker than black. I had a tan. It wasn't even a tan. It was a coat of spray paint, black spray paint. And I couldn't get rid of it until like October. So please get your sunscreen if you're going to Cedar Point or if you're working at Cedar Point, please, please, please get sunscreen because sunburn is real. Skin cancer is real and we don't want that. Uh, that was the worst sunburn I've ever had. Uh, I've learned my lesson and we're going to move on. Which explorers would you most like to have joined Lewis and Clark? Wait, which explorers would you most like to have joined? Lewis and Clark, the Apollo astronauts, or Christopher Columbus? First of all, let's, okay, this is, this is a kid's show, and they like to tell people that Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492. He was so happy. He, had, he made a mistake, and he just named America. No, man, Christopher Columbus was a rapist. He was a stupid, um, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing the story. He was, uh, he was a Italian explorer sent by Spain, which is weird, uh, to the Americas. And he was supposed to land in, he, he landed in the Americas. He landed in the Caribbean uh, on some islands, Hispaniola, which is Dominican Republic and Haiti. He landed there. And he raped and pillaged people. So that's the legacy of Christopher Columbus. The Apollo astronauts, do I really want to watch the moon? Do I really want to go out there? Not really. But I've never seen space before. So Lewis and Clark, they did I. They went from middle of the country to, I think, I think the Pacific Ocean. But I've, I've, I've seen too much Earth. I'd rather go into space. So I'd rather go with the Apollo astronauts for this one. Number three, have you ever flown first class? Yes, I have. The first time I flew first class was to Houston, actually. It was Houston. Went to go see my friend, uh, my friend. She was living there at the time. I was like, you know what? I, I got a few extra. So, okay, so here's my, here's my cheats to Delta Airlines. I usually buy the Delta Comfort seat like months in advance. Like, okay, like there's the regular coach seat which is like $200. Then there's the um, Delta Comfort, like 250, 300, maybe 350 at the most. So I buy that ticket. And usually first class is like $600, $700, which is, which is too much for a one-time purchase. So as I get closer to the date, they be like, hey, you want to upgrade your seat to first class for $100 more? I was like, heck yeah, I want to, I want to upgrade. So I upgraded then instead of you know, buying a $600 ticket. That is, that's Chris Cross's travel hack of the week. So yes, I've flown first class before. I've uh, after that, I've pretty much flown either first class or Delta Comfort. Always get Delta Comfort for cost uh, reasons. If you had to spend the day in an airport, which one would you choose? None of them. Um, the worst airport I've ever been to was LaGuardia Airport in New York City, San Francisco's airport. 
It's, I mean, it wasn't San Francisco. San Francisco's airport isn't that bad, but it's 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 not the best airport. So LaGuardia, San Francisco, um, LAX. I don't know what the hell is wrong with LAX, but it's just it was just it was too much. I was lucky when I went to LAX go, uh, going out of L.A. Because coming in, it was easy because I usually get the red eye flights. But leaving Los Angeles on a Sunday at like 6 p.m., not the best idea. Because everybody's trying to get on Air Mexico, <laughs> trying to get home. Everybody's speaking Spanish. And uh, there was a janitor who bumped into me. He was like, hey, man, I know how to get you through, bro. I was like, hey, let's go. Get me through. I don't want to speak Spanish. So he got me through all the stuff. I had to. I didn't have to deal with all that. So, thank you for whoever whoever helped me. I don't know your name, but if you're listening, please know that you are greatly appreciated. Because I would have been stuck in LA. All right. Why should people travel often? They should travel often because it gives you stress relief. It gives you a sense of. There's more than just my house, my neighborhood, my street, my city, my region. Um, it opens your mind to bigger horizons, like there's something bigger than you. So you don't have to stay in your, in your box, your proverbial box. You can get out your box, make your box huge instead of staying in it. Okay, break through that ceiling. It's gonna be, it's, you're gonna get anxious, you're gonna be scared. But you got to face your fears and get out there. You know what I mean? I did, and I will never go back. All right. Do you like for your time on vacation to be planned or spontaneous? Now, I am a planner by nature. Um, I like to plan out my trips. However, once I'm in the city that I plan to go to and plan out everything, because I usually make an itinerary for everything, some stuff is spontaneous. A lot of stuff is spontaneous. Let, let's go back to LA. I planned out, I was in LA for like a week and a half. So I planned out every single day I was there. I was going to go here that day. I was going to go here that day. I was going to go there that day. I'm going to sleep this day. Um, some days I was like, you know what? Let's just go to the beach. You know what? Let's just drive to San Diego. You know what? Let's just go to Six Flags. Like, I like spontaneous stuff. I'm like a mix. Like a 70, a 60, 40. 60 being planned, 40 being spontaneous. Um, next question. If you were able to go on the space shuttle for one month, would you go? Um, for the right amount of money. I need to get paid because ain't no oxygen in space. And if oxygen runs out and I die, somebody's going to get it. It'd be cool to go up there. I wouldn't mind being in space. What's the ultimate road trip? She. I like road trips, but I'm leasing. So I can't really do those anymore unless I rent a car, which is another animal in, in itself. Um, road trips to New York City were cool. Chicago is not that bad. Um, my fiance now, she her family lives in Iowa. So we usually go back and forth to Iowa. And that's not a bad trip either. 
but the music needs to be bumping. Okay. No sad tracks, no slow tracks. We need to keep the car bumping the entire way. Okay. Maybe an hour sing along. Then we do some, you know, some like calm, calm, but it needs to be bumping. Some R&B, some rock and roll, some pop music, and we out here. Okay. Snacks need to be on point. Nothing that smells. Candy. I like the candies um, and caffeinated drinks. All right. Where would you like to take a cruise? I've never been on a cruise, uh, but people are like, yeah, go to uh, go to Jamaica, go to Mexico, go to. Go. I was like, I'm not a fan of hot weather. I'm just gonna say that right now. I'm not a fan of hot weather. I I I dread going to places with hot weather. So like Mexico, Puerto Rico, Jamaica, Virgin Islands. I'm like, oh my gosh, why? In my eyes, if you see a beach, you've seen them all. Sand, water, palm trees, beautiful women. Seen it, done that, got the t-shirt. I like to go on these, uh, the cruises that the, the ones that are like life-changing, like a Mediterranean cruise, like Spain, Italy, and Greece, Turkey. Um, maybe going on a Oceana cruise, you know, Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia. Um, Alaska, Alaska's a nice cruise. I want to see that. Um, I would like to go on a Caribbean cruise, but that's not a high priority because it's, I've seen too many beaches and I hate hot weather. Um, if you had six weeks to drive around the U S which regions would you most like to visit? Um, uh, the Midwest is pretty nice. You got Gia. Mich uh, Michigan, which is Detroit, Grand Rapids, the dunes, the Upper Peninsula. Uh, you can see Canada from both sides. Um, Milwaukee, Chicago, Minneapolis, Indianapolis, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Buffalo. That's the Midwest. That's a great region to travel around to. Um, six weeks to drive. I would love to drive up and down both coasts, specifically the West Coast, because I want to see Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, um, the four, the rainforests of the Northwest from like Washington to California, um, Yosemite and Yellowstone, um, San Francisco, LA, San Diego, the California coastline. I want to do that so bad but i need like a lot of people to come with me because i don't want to come up missing uh <laughs> and i have the east coast we have you know the bosh wash megalopolis which is boston washington dc um new york city philadelphia baltimore uh, what else we have what other regions would i want to do the south i want to do that but i again i have to do that with a bunch of people because I don't want to end up missing. And that would include Houston, New Orleans, Nashville, Memphis, Arkansas, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina. All right. What's the most difficult part about travel? Paying for that shit. Next question. All right. 
what's what was the most spontaneous vacation? My most spontaneous vacation was. I need to think about this. My most spontaneous. I was like, yeah, let's just go. It was Toronto. I drove to Toronto. I drove there, spent the day there, and drove back. And I had a great time. I think I still have some Canadian dollars somewhere in my room, but I'll find them and show them on the podcast one day. But Toronto was pretty nice. I was blasting Drake all day. All right. What was the longest road trip you've ever taken? My longest road trip was people would be be like Florida, Texas. No, my longest road trip I've ever taken was from Detroit to um, I think it's Nassau County. I think it is Nassau County. Nassau County, New York, which is, I think the city was Garden City for my family reunion in 2010. That was a long road trip. It took us like 12 hours to get there. I was like, ah, but once we got to New York City, I was like, hey, we here. But that was a long road trip. Um, from there, New York hasn't really been a, like a long road trip, but it's been, it's been about eight hours, eight, eight to nine hour trip. So it's pretty long. So make sure, make sure you have good friends, good music, good food on road trips, or they're going to be really boring. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to say his name because I never, ever want to go on a road trip with him ever again. His name is Dr. Sam Brook. Hi, Dr. Sandbrook from Eastern Michigan University, head of the geography and geology department. I love you. You my mans, but I will never, ever go on a road trip with you ever again. You want to know why? You know what? I The three things I just said, good friends, music, food. You are missing two of those. You're a great friend, great com- comrade. But. You ain't had no food. You ain't had no music. And literally, I'm not saying he didn't have any good music. He didn't have any music. The car was quiet the entire road trip. You want to know where we went? We went from Ypsilanti, Michigan, which is right outside of Detroit for everybody who doesn't know. Ypsilanti, Michigan, all the way to Washington, D.C., from uh, from. Ypsilanti, Michigan, to DuPont Circle in Washington, D.C. Eight-hour trip. No music. No food. No food. I'll never, ever go on a road trip with him ever again. First, you have no music, but no food? Come on now. Yeah, that was my... Worst ever road trip with that guy. And my friend Rich can vouch for me. He was in the backseat with me, just looking at mountains and shit, mountains and rocks. <sighs> I love you, don't Richard Sandbrook. Shout out to Dr. Sandbrook. All right, my last one. What is your all time biggest travel mistake? Whew. My travel mistakes. Oh, it's another road trip. 
That's a great road trip though, but it had a lot of hiccups. So I was driving to, I forgot which city. It was Lafayette, Indiana. I was driving to Lafayette, Indiana for a job interview. Um, and I was, you know, I was driving, you know, it was a huge snowstorm in the Midwest. So I was like rushing to get all my stuff in the, in the back of the car. So I put all my stuff in the back of the car. I start driving. It's just, you know, clear sky, you know, just driving, jamming to my music, eating my food. You know what I'm saying? We get to about Ohio, midway through Ohio, going into Indiana. We see these dark clouds and then start snowing. I was okay, it's not that bad. Then we get into a blizzard where I can't really see like five inches in front of me. So I was just driving all slow. Can't see. Almost got hit by 600 semi trucks. You know, I was like, this is going to be this. This interview is going to be worth it. If I drive this long in snow and a blizzard and almost get killed by six semi trucks. So I get to Lafayette, Indiana. With like four hours into my interview. So I got to Lafayette at like five in the morning. Interviews at 830. I take a little nap. Okay, what's this, this going to work? I wake up around like 745, eight o'clock. Because my interview is at 830. I'm like, oh, snap. I got to get up. Rushing, getting stuff all together. Could get my underwear on, get my get my shoes and socks ready. Got my pants on, put the shirt on, put the button up on, put my belt on, get the cologne going, get my resume and stuff, my, my thingy things and all of that, all that ready. I go for my coat, my suit jacket, my sports coat, my moneymaker jacket. I'm looking for it. I don't have it. I left it at home. Because I was rushing. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, please, please, please make sure you have everything you need before you pull out of the driveway. Because I showed up to that interview with just a button up and I was sweating my ass off. I had never been nervous for an interview like that one. I didn't get the job, obviously. Um, answered all the questions. It was a great interview. It showed me around town. Uh, that was actually my best, like, interview from the end, the interviewee's perspective when the people that are interviewing you take you out to eat and take you around town. I was like, okay, this is all right. This is Lafayette. Purdue University is out there. So Purdue is out there. So that's the, that was the, the moneymaker there. So I almost lived out there in Lafayette, Indiana. So, but remember to please pack your bags properly and don't be in a rush. Please plan ahead. Please, please plan ahead. Don't be like my mom who says, oh, we got a flight at six o'clock. We got to show up at one. Like that's, that's, that's doing too much. If a flight, if my flight is at 6 p.m., if the thing's at 6 p.m., they're going to start boarding at like 5.15. 5.30 at the latest. That means I need to be at the airport before 4.30. So around between, between 4 and, between 3.30 and 4.30. That means you're, you're not in a rush, but you're rushing, but you're not in a rush. You know what I mean? So you show up at, at the airport, get your bags and stuff ready. Usually when I travel domestically, I don't really need to get a huge bag, but I usually just put, get a carry-on. So I don't have to check in a bag because that takes time as well. Um, unless I'm staying somewhere for more than a week, then I need to bring my big suitcase. But 
usually my my uh my trips are usually weekend trips usually uh two to three days on the weekend red-eye flights so the airport's not even that busy anyway so all i gotta do is walk through and get into uh the plane but usually i give myself an hour and a half two hours buffer so if a flight's at six i'll show up around at the latest 4 30. All right, let's get to the top 10 places I've traveled to. All right, we have number 10, we have Germany. Every time I went to Germany, I'm gonna put this out there right now. Every time I went to Germany, it was cloudy. The first time I went to Germany was when I went to Spain with my Spanish four class. And we got, we got to Germany, huge blizzard, Nobody could go anywhere and they had to ground the plane. We had to get off the plane, get on the uh on the runway to get back into the uh into the gate. Um flight was supposed to go from Germany to Barcelona at like three o'clock. We didn't get on the plane until almost five because the blizzard had to de-ice the plane, all that BS. Okay. So Germany has a bad, has a bad reputation. And the day we leave Germany on my next trip to Germany, it was sunny. The rest of the time it was cloudy. The day I leave, some, the sun comes out like, hey, I was here the whole time. You could have stayed another day. Uh-huh. I ain't coming back. I ain't never coming back to Germany. All right. Number nine, Las Vegas. Las Vegas, everybody, is definitely a one to two day city. Maybe three. If you don't have like other plans. But I was there for six days and I got bored after day two because I did so much in day one and day two. So if you're going to Vegas, please make sure it's probably like four days at the most and then go home. Or if you go to Vegas, you can drive to LA, you can drive to the Grand Canyon. You can do a lot of fun things. Hoover Dam, because I'm a guy who likes to see uh, landmarks, monuments, all that stuff. So Grand Canyon, uh, driving to LA, Death Valley, Hoover Dam, that's my... That's my things to do in Vegas. Well, I also gambled. Uh, I was there for the fight, uh, the, uh, the, the Fury fight, Fury and Wilder fight. That was pretty cool. Um, my friends live in Vegas. Shout out to Troy Moss. Uh, he's out there with his fiance, about to have, maybe, maybe have some kids, but they just bought a house, probably in my name. So shout out to Troy. And if the house is in my name, I'm going to kill you. All right, number eight. We have Canada. Uh, we live in Detroit, so Canada is right across the river. Um, uh, countless trips to Windsor, uh, Chatham, Wheels Inn, if, ever, if anybody knows, the OG Detroiters knows what Wheels Inn is, and uh, Chatham, Ontario. Uh, Toronto, Montreal, been to all of them. So I've never been to Quebec City. I've been to Niagara Falls once, and it's really overrated in my opinion, Niagara Falls, but you should go. That's number four on my places people should go, Niagara Falls. Number seven, Chicago. Living in Detroit, Chicago is only five hours away. So please go. So many times I've been, I've, I've just been there too many times. It's just got boring to me. Uh, first time I went, I was like, wow, look at all the buildings. Look at all the, look, look at all this food. Um, the what is it called? The Field Museum is nice. I like that. The aquarium is overhyped. 
Uh, Chicago style pizza is disgusting. Yes, I said it. It is. I refuse to eat pizza with a fork and knife. Navy Pier, the cloud, or quote unquote, the bean, uh, cloud gate, the bean area. That's pretty cool. All the When I go to places like Chicago, I want to see Chicago. Give me the hood. Give me the south side. South side, west side. Give it to me. Uh, they're gonna, the great debaters are going to kill me ab about this because I went to Chicago on my way to see uh, Alyssa. And I stopped on the west side and one of the, I think, I, I don't know if it was gang affiliated. He was like, where you from, blood? And I, I was pumping gas. He was like, where you from, blood? I got in the car from, on the passenger side because I was so scared. They probably got that on camera too. They better not release it. But I didn't die, and I made it to Iowa, and that's all that matters. Now, next one, number six, Houston. Like I said earlier, Houston, really great Texas city. Houston is the basically the New York City of Texas. It's a melting pot of a lot of things. It's better than San Antonio. San Antonio is a smaller version of Dallas. Um, Austin is the millennial capital of the United States. Uh, El Paso is more ethnic, more Tex-Mex, but more of the Mex side of Tex-Mex. And you have Dallas, which is Tex-Mex, but it's more Tex than Mex. Um, I would say Dallas is the more Texas city of all the Texas cities. You have Tex Dallas, Texas, and San Antonio, Texas. And then I believe San Antonio is better because it gives you more of Texas's history than Dallas. So Houston, in my eyes, is the best Texas city. Number five, Philadelphia. The birthplace of America. It's history buffs, uh, utopia. So I love it. Shout out to Bryce, Bryce Lindsay, living out there in Philly. Every time I go out to Philly, I'd be sure to give him a call. You know what I'm saying? He's out there doing his thing. Uh, number four. Charlotte, I went to Charlotte, I believe in 2019. That was a pretty nice trip. If I was to move somewhere, it would be Charlotte. Nice weather, really nice weather. Great sports teams. Great weather, that's all I gotta say. Great weather and great sports teams. I would, I, I'd move there. No, number three, we're getting into the best territories right now. So we have New York City. If I was rich, I live in New York City right now. Uh, half my family lives there. Shout out to all the canties in New York City. Um, if you have any stories from New York City, please send them my way if you live in New York. If you live anywhere in the United States or around the world, send me some stories. I wanna know, especially you, uh, you guys around the world, Nigeria, Ghana, Singapore, Japan, India, Australia, Mexico, Canada, the UK, France, Italy, Norway. I want to hear about y'all stuff. Well, speaking of Europe, we have Spain, number two. Spain was a nice trip. I was there, I think we were there for two weeks. That was pretty nice. Two weeks, great two-week trip. Uh, Spanish culture, we learned a lot. Went to the Royal Palace in Madrid. I got to see... Uh, Santiago, Santiago Bernabeu, where Real Madrid plays, uh, Cap Now in Barcelona. Uh, I went to the beach, put my foot into the Mediterranean Sea, which is a feat 
you know, it's a checkpoint, you know, in my life, you know, I got to put my toe into the Mediterranean. Uh, number one, Los Angeles, California. I loved LA. I was out there for so long. I forgot I lived in Detroit. I was like, shit, gotta go home. And like I said, leave, going to LA was, was cool, smooth sailing. But leaving LA, I was like, oh my gosh, this is doing too much. <laughs> I got to check out my bags. Everybody getting on Air Mexico or Delta going to Mexico. I was like, oh my gosh, this is doing, this is too much. And then my man, the janitor, he was like, go through this door and go right through. I was like, all right, you cool. You cool with me. Got me right through. Made me skip the, uh, the line for everything else. I was like, you, you're the man. I like him. <sighs> yeah, LA was pretty, pretty cool. I got to see all the LA, uh, the LA sports arenas. The Coliseum. I was there when SoFi Stadium was being built. So I saw like the skeleton of the now, uh, was it $5.2 billion stadium, which is out there. Saw the Staples Center, Honda Center, Dodger Stadium. Um, what else is out there? Uh, the Angel Stadium. I saw where LA Galaxy, uh, LA Galaxy plays. I saw where the new LAFC team plays, which is right outside the LA Coliseum. Um, I didn't know that, like, I knew they, they were there, but I, I did not know, like, in the, in the back of my mind, I knew, but I didn't know that USC was, like, in the hood, like, directly. But it's not really the hood, though, because the hood, it's, it's different than Detroit hood. Because LA hood, people are paying six figures for a home, for a shack. Not even a home, a shack with bars. I looked on Zillow, like if you go around the area of USC on Zillow and click on a bad house, it's literally $750,000. For what? For what? It's ridiculous. So I went, we went around LA, I went to the Hollywood sign, you know, Santa Monica, got a massage in Santa Monica. Um, like I said, I went around to all, all the sports stadiums, went out to the desert. That was nice. Went to Six Flags, Magic Mountain, and I went to uh, the Cedar Fair Park they have out there. I think it's called uh, Not Spray Farm. Went out there. Um, I got to experience LA traffic. Um, I, I'm a strong advocate for public transportation, especially in LA. You have 15 million people living in that area, and everybody uses freeways and cars so you're gonna have a lot of traffic i remember i was trying to go from my hotel to buena park california which is a good 30 minutes away 30 miles away i'm gonna say 30 miles away it was 30 miles away however in my uber i was in my uber for two hours because of la traffic yeah two hours that was the first time I've ever fell asleep in an Uber. I never fall asleep in an Uber because you never know what those people can do. But I did. And I was like, you know what? If he kidnaps me, it's my loss. <sighs> but that was, a, that was a nice trip. I'd go back. I'd go back. I'd uh, do Griffith uh, Observatory next time. Uh, I'd probably do a Runyon Canyon run. Uh, 
Disneyland, I'll probably go there. And I'll probably do the California coast. But I'll meet some friends. So if you guys want to come join my California trip, um, please hit me up. And if you want to submit a top 10 list topic, please support the podcast on Anchor to sustain future episodes. Anchor.fm slash crisscross corner slash support. And that, my friends, is the end of the episode. Please subscribe to the show, anchor.fm slash crisscrosscorner slash support. You can pay as low as 99 cents a month. And that's just to support the show and our co-hosts, including the great debaters, myself. Uh, We're paying Zoom bills. We have a StreamYard bill we have to pay. We're trying to go on other trips. Um, I'm having a baby in March, as well as trying to sustain more income for myself and my family. So anything helps. So as low as 99 cents a month and as much as $10 a month, anchor.fm slash crisscrosscorner slash support. Thank you, everyone. Stay safe and be nice to each other.